0: I am Alex Alonso, and I'm here with FG, a.k.a. Frank Thornton, and uh, how's it going? Oh, pretty good, man. How you going today? Hey, I got, um, my son's graduating this week, so that's two down, one more to go.
1: Yeah, my daughter graduated Thursday,
0: man, so we did the whole shebang. How many, um... One more to go. One more to go? Yep, next year. So you got one minor left. Yeah. Okay, I got one also left. So you got, um, you got five or six adult kids five adult kids yes dang yeah okay man well congratulations to another uh another one down uh well, we both got one one to go one more to go man yeah that's crazy This graduation season You're seeing it everywhere yeah it was
1: wild and that this school these schools the numbers the kids they have in them. man seemed like graduation took forever but it was a proud moment. Because of COVID, you think? No, nah, just you know, some of these schools—they make the newer schools—they make them so big now. You know, they almost like little baby college campuses, so they can fit four or five thousand kids on them. You know, yeah. So you have a graduating class of eight, eight to eleven hundred—that's a lot of kids. But
0: well, to keep it real, graduations are boring.
1: Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no yeah. doubt, man. I I, I dread it going, but you gotta go, and then you're still proud
0: that's when it's over. But when you're sitting there, you're just like, come on, come on they are so boring and i'm putting them in putting them in the category with funerals and weddings man even though those are important i guess important gatherings that we have to do throughout our lives those are the three most boring things to go to i nah,
1: know doubt, they definitely boring
0: but even though my kids are graduating i tell them man it's great. you got me coming to this boring <laughs> graduation <laughs> right right but um all right man let's get into it man we got a um, i'm going to save the fact check actually one fact check man from uh, episode 16, man. You know, I'm not a big holiday person because... Uh, I think the holidays in America, especially and throughout the world, have become commercialized. Right. No, not really about what they're supposed to be about. That's no, about spending that money that's, too. That's man. all it is. Even Christmas. Christmas ain't got nothing to do with Jesus Christ. It it ain't got don't. nothing to do with the Bible. It ain't got nothing to do with Christianity. It's just some BS propaganda. So I, I don't really. Uh, and plus, the word holiday is it, come from the word holy. You know, these are supposed to be holy days, but um, you know, I don't know a, a much about Memorial Day. But a brother hit me up and said Memorial Day was actually founded by freed slaves in Charleston. Mm-hmm. And it's rooted in uh, Black America, mm-hmm. and it's rooted in you know our our ugly past. Right, no doubt. The Civil War, exactly. And you you said last week that it was to commemorate to commemorate the vets, the vet, the dead veterans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which you're partially right, but it's only dead veterans from the Civil War. Okay, not okay, all these other wars okay, that we've yeah, been in. Yeah, because the Civil War has been the, it's the most bloodiest. It's the most uh, I would say it's the most gangster war that ever happened because. If you ever look at reenactments of them fighting war they used to line up hey, and, and go, just hey, go head up man that
1: was that was that was beef right there they yeah. was, that was serious you know a lot of them hand-to-hand combat you know you know how many dudes can't
0: couldn't do that you know what i mean and you know that some of us is about to die we're right, on the line right, right. we yeah, on the line. yeah when we're not all gonna go home and that's where the real term
1: front has come on the front line you know some yeah. of the stuff they talk about nowadays no that was the real front line When you was in one of those man and it was broody and bloody
0: man that's like um some real gangster way to fight a war and what's crazy is that i've always looked at that style of fighting as ineffective like y'all both sides are setting each other up for failure and i don't know who invented it but one dude said let's flank Mm -hmm. rather than go head up let's blindside them <laughs> and someone invented the flank right somebody invented the flank, and, and that kind of changed the way fighting but now with the technology helicopters right, right, bombs right, missiles right, guns right. rifles nobody really gets close there's no close combat anymore. yeah they
1: could shoot you from a navy ship you know three miles off the coast man you know so
0: but that was that was real shit, though back then yeah so that's uh it's commemorating those dudes man those dudes that have fought and you know i gotta give a little bit of props to those guys who fought in the in that war even though some of them were on the on the wrong side, no, they're on the slavery side. They right, were on right. the, uh, you know, Keep slaves, half yeah. black people yeah. side. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, fact check on that, man. Memorial Day is, a fa- is actually founded and rooted in uh, our our slave past, our, our shady past that uh, America is always trying to brush under the rug. But um, update on YNW Melly, Young Nigga World Melly. His, you know, we spoke about this before. His trial has been postponed. And his lawyer filed a motion. He wants to go to trial right now. No doubt, but he's been in there since
1: 2019, which means you had already agreed that's not a long time. That's kind of the average time, um, you know, three, four years that you could spend in there waiting for your murder trial. But I guess he just fed up like, man, filed a motion. You got five days to respond to this <clears throat> and um, he trying to get it underway.
0: Yeah, but his trial was actually supposed to start in April. They were already had a date for jury selection. Right. Got postponed. There's all these motions they were filing. I think they wanted to introduce his tattoos, they wanted to introduce his lyrics, and that's part of the delay, but YNW said, "Man, let's go to trial. And let's go right now." Let's go right now, man. You yeah. ready to get it over with? Yeah, he seems pretty confident on that. Mm-hmm. So, um, we'll we'll give it uh, we'll, we'll we'll be on top of that case because that's an interesting case, and that's the brother that um, is accused of killing two of his YNW uh, label mates. And um, that should go underway very shortly. And then, you know, last episode that we did, we spoke mostly about mass shootings, and um, I got a lot of response from it, and no one really seems to have an answer to this, but right. everyone that speaks on it thinks they know. Thinks they know. <laughs> and I'm going to be the first to admit that that um, I don't believe any expert knows what to do i don't know if more guns is the solution less guns is the solution i don't know if the second amendment is a big problem i don't know if we need to get rid of the second amendment i don't know if we should keep the second amendment mm-hmm. and i don't think anybody knows what to do well i'm say personally i don't think guns are the problem you know what i mean because
1: they don't shoot themselves you know it's people who get behind them and pull a trigger you know and um um you know they call them assault rifles and they call give them all kind of names but at the end of the day it's not a assault it's regular rifle until you assault somebody with it you know so at the end of the day man i'm not sure like you say of removing guns is going to help i don't think it was when i was looking at some different surveys on the, the band the uh, band that clinton put in place it wasn't a large number difference between the band and 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 not be, having it banned. You yeah. know, they didn't have a lot of research, say it was only in place ten years. They should have kept it in there longer and we would have saw results.
0: I don't know. Well, you know, the, the ten year ban from nineteen ninety four to two thousand four, some people are saying there was a drop in mass shootings, but it certainly didn't end mass shootings. No doubt, but then when you go look at what they say what they're saying the drop was, it wasn't much. Yeah, it wasn't much at all. But hey, okay, so here's here's a question. Is the goal to end mass shootings, or to reduce mass shootings, if we have fifty percent less mass shootings, is that a success? Are we going to be happy, or is this just a never-ending argument and debate about guns? Well, this is also well. I don't see the thing about me is when I look at mass
1: shootings, I don't always, you know, I kind of separate the gun part, you know, even though you have to have a gun to do a mass shoot. But at the same time, I still believe that what happened is. People figured out a way to infiltrate America, you know, and this the way that the route that they're going, you know, sort of like when we was fighting against uh, the Taliban and them and they were starting to try to bomb things over here, you know, subway stations and small, small things. But they keep trying to figure out a way to to, to get us, you know what I mean? So with, with this situation is inside our own country. So I think people are taking it into their hand like this will be uh, effective, you know, here in America because they can't stop it. So I don't know what the thought process is, but like you said, I'm with you. I don't think it's a solution.
0: I'm also a little offended that we have this whole conversation about guns when there's a mass shooting, but in our own streets where we live, where we grew up, we could have 10 murders in two weeks. Just because you got 10 murders in one instant, are those lives more important than the 10 that are going to die in L.A. over the next couple of weeks? No, not at all. But at the same time, you know, you're talking about uh
1: banning guns that people go to the store and buy the murders is happening out here on the street these people aren't going to the store and buying <laughs> then every now and then i keep talking he keep hearing about oh a train got broken too that was parked out somewhere you know it just so happened a train with uh, ammunition with guns was parked somewhere and they knew the right uh train to, to break into and the right I, I don't buy it man i believe some of this stuff is is
0: um is is aided and abetted. it. It is. I, I used to think that that, I, I've heard the same story that there were trains on, on um, cargo trains, on, guns on cargo trains that just stopped in the hood and uh, I was able to find that out that that happened twice. One of the trains on uh, a cargo train stopped over in the 60s area back mm. in the mid 70s and apparently there were toys and guns. <laughs> toys on one train, guns on another one and the dudes from that area broke in there and, and stole everything. No doubt. Then another one on the east side. I believe it was in Watts. Yeah, I remember that. One. Um, around the same time. So this this is real. These are real things that have happened here in Los Angeles. Yeah, but it's it's it's, it's one that happened later than that, man. I mean, you know,
1: you know, when you are a hood dude, they come through the hood, you know. And I remember they coming through the hood in, in in styrofoam boxes, you know, assault rifles, what they call them, styrofoam boxes with the water bottles with the with the strap that You know, where do you get? You know, some somebody pull up and sell, you know, they got ten, you know, Mac nineties in a in a in a in a in a styrofoam, you know, fresh off the like the store. You know what I mean? And and uh it didn't dawn on me then because I was young. Yeah. It dawned on me now, man, that these things I believe are setups, man, that they, they you know, they putting these guns out here, you know, I ain't gonna say who, but they putting these guns out here on these streets, so even with with the band.
0: Hey, I believe that if we didn't even have guns eventually we would still have the same amount of homicides and the reason why I say that is because I, I look at um, for example in LA 70% of all our homicides are gun related so that means 30% of the people that are dying are dying by blunt force trauma mm-hmm. strangulation uh, knife mm-hmm. other weapons that's 30% that's kind of that's a big that's a large chunk of people yeah so my theory is that if we got rid of guns that thirty percent will eventually become thirty-five percent, forty percent, and within a decade or so, most of our homicides will be blunt force trauma, no doubt. knives, other weapons, strangulation. So I think the gun does make it easier to kill someone. But if you got rid of guns, people will find other ways to kill. They'll find other ways to kill, but they definitely
1: could probably couldn't pull off a mass mass killing you know like the guns are doing but i mean come on man if you do away with guns i mean this world could just turn into a whole chaotic you know episode you know so I don't know if even getting rid of guns is even anywhere near the
0: solution. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't think that uh, we can even go there because of the Second Amendment, and the, the, there's some strong protectors of the Second oh, Amendment. No
1: doubt, they got that thing
0: protected. They don't care if, yeah. if they don't care if sixty white girls, blonde hair, blue eyed, six year olds got killed in yeah, the school. Yeah, they gonna keep, keep <laughs> rolling yeah. It, because Sandy Hook was really the probably for America, you know, white America, that was like the biggest shooting that impacted white America because those were little white kids yeah. in a white area um, and nothing happened after Sandy Hook so if nothing's gonna happen after Sandy Hook trust me people nothing is yeah, ever gonna that happen' that don't happen man. and I think Sandy Hook was uh 30 kids it was quite a few man it yeah quite a few all right well um, maybe Biden will will renew Clinton's 10-year ban on assault rifles um, we're not a hundred percent convinced that that's the solution but hey there, there might be a slight reduction in mass shootings but um all right um judith huth she's the one accusing bill cosby of some sort of sexual assault 1974-1975 she's testifying this week okay so that trial yeah, i know that trial is underway yeah so we'll find out if she's uh, and if, this is a civil case um let me remind people it's not a criminal case right 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 it's about the money it's all about the money yeah. so we're gonna find out if uh, she gets any money and usually in civil cases the person who is the um the plaintiff uh, i'm sorry the defendant usually pays the person off I usually throw it on out yeah. there it's so good on get the negative publicity to just go on here and it's not about innocence or guilt it's just about you're gonna spend more money defending, defending it, it rather it. than just paying the person right, off right, right. but for whatever reason bill said hey let's take it to trial right. so he must feel good about it and our last update is um young thug was denied bail
1: uh, yeah, man, I heard about that, man. But, you know, them guys got, like we talked about, it. It's a lot of people on that case, Alex. And uh believing dudes are starting to roll over, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Not to mention, you know, they had a cell phone on the inside.
0: Oh, I heard about that. And Tell police, me about that cell phone. Police police put the
1: cell phone in there, man, and they in there talking on the phone, Talk about actually a murder and talking about um trying to hit somebody on the inside that's giving a little gang a problem so you know they got so much evidence on these dudes you know they even talked about flying a drone over the fence with more phones and you know so they got all that conversation and you know and don't forget when you get to talking about murder you know that's that's big you know what i mean
0: well you know if he's got a good lawyer they can file some sort of motions to uh, suppress the evidence that the cell phone gathered um because that's kind of that's kind of revolutionary that's kind of new i haven't heard that it is and they said it was new and they got it from um somewhere that
1: they seen someone else do it before now the thing about it is that what they do do sometimes is they'll play it in court for not for the jury but the judge will get to hear it you know and it still gives you psychologically you know intel on you know you know, how how, how how you really feel on the inside, you know?
0: Well, at the end of the day, it only matters if the jury hears it. No, you're absolutely so, right about that. Um, there's a good chance that jury never hears those calls, those conversations. But, you know, as the public, we, get to, we have access to everything. Right, right, right. And it doesn't look good. It doesn't sound good for Young Thug. Well, let me play a, a clip of what Judge, and Young Thug has a, a black judge. His name is... Ural U R A L Glanville, and mm-hmm. this is what he had to say uh, at the at the bail hearing the other day.
2: A trial court may release a person on bail if the court finds the following. So I have to look at the first thing if Coleman directs me to look at is consideration of whether or not um, the uh, is the. Foremost consideration is will he, if freed, appear at trial and then the lesser factors and these are a court may release a person on bail if the court finds one poses no sickness, no significant risk of fleeing from the jurisdiction or failing to appear in the court when required Two poses no significant threat or danger to any person to the community or property in the community. Three, poses no significant risk of committing any felony pending trial and poses no, four, poses no significant risk of intimidating witnesses or otherwise obstructing the administration of justice. And I'm required to explain any reasons if I, if I deny bond to assist the appellate court. Let
0: me stop there. If I deny bond, I already right, know right, he's right. about yeah, to deny yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so he kind of threw that out there. So he's just covering his bases. Uh, let me continue
2: in its review and that the granting or denial of bond will not be set aside unless there's a manifest and flagrant abuse of discretion. That's Jernigan versus the state, 111 Georgia 307 pinpoint 308, very old case uh, from 1903. Um, now, in regards to considering bond for Mr. For Mr. Williams, I have considered uh, the first consideration is if free, will he appear at trial and to a lesser extent, the other factors, uh, and based upon the court's consideration of the proffer, the two things that the court has significant concerns about are him being a danger of the community in flight. And I'll state for the purposes of the record and purposes of my decision that um, I realize that Mr. Williams is presumed innocent. I realize that he has the presumption of innocence stays with him until the state, by sufficient evidence, is able to prove uh, to a jury's satisfaction beyond reasonable doubt, I should say, um, that uh, he is guilty of the offense or offense's charged. But however, in this particular circumstance, um, there has been significant proffers about, uh, about Mr. Williams' being a danger To the community, in particular, the states proffer that they have spoken to, taken proffers from other gang members and people uh, who are in this particular indictment and in, and other, and they're not in in this indictment, that he is the leader of the gang, he is dangerous, and if he crosses them, he'll kill them or their families. And the predicate uh... or the...
0: And then eventually he just denies bail, But but the two issues that he's concerned about is flight and him being a danger. And he basically said that he feels like young thug will start killing motherfuckers. Hell yeah, that's what he said. (laughs) You know what I mean? And he called him the leader of the gang. That's going to stick. That's going to carry some weight, you know. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like there's some informants because the judge said that, uh, that they received proffers from... From people that are named in the indictment and that people that are not named in the indictment. No doubt. So people who are named in the indictment, he basically says someone's telling. Hell yeah, they are. So all right, man. Uh, let's get to our first topic, man. Hey, we talked about um, we talked about uh, rats, snitches, and informants on an episode about uh, I don't know fourteen again, mm-hmm. and we talked about Ti. And uh, what was? Do you remember what your your conclusion was with the Ti? The ti case
1: yeah my conclusion was um after the um we tips a uh, uh, commercial that he did i was pretty much done with him but i did kind of give him a pass on when he got on the stand and um spoke on the situation and when a van was shot up you know i did say that he didn't um you know i mean anytime you corroborate you know something you tell him but at the same time you know um i said that i gave him a pass based on he never named any names and he never You know gave any information to convict somebody to be honest with you the way i looked at it was the guy's brother actually did the telling so when ti got up there i don't believe if the brother wasn't there this case would have never went anywhere with what a ti said on um on the stand so that's how i looked at it
0: yeah um i i gave him so so basically um on the fed case he was a little shaky for you
1: no doubt I, I i didn't i wasn't feeling that at all i just didn't have the paperwork to just say this dude flat out just told but the we tips commercial for me just i, I stopped you know i left him alone after that so i guess after that came the trial with the uh he got on the stand for the um The state state case in Ohio. state case in Ohio. You know, I was already pretty much done with him, but I did say that what he said, I listened to the testimony, what he said, he never pointed out a person. He never, you know, gave a license plate. You know, he basically gave standard information. And um, so I had gave him a pass, but at the end of the day, you know, we all know that if you corroborate anything, you know what I mean? So, um, and I'm sure that, uh, you know other people may have different opinions, but
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh Spider Loke actually tapped in with me and mm-hmm. he said that we were too soft on TI. <laughs> and he, he he believes that it is classic snitching. And I wanna tap in with him so yeah. he could um so that he could tell his side of what it was because I, I on the state case I gave him a pass. I gave him a pass on both because the, the weed tip thing, I know that's a condition of his uh probation with the feds and it's just words you know <laughs> it's a commercial that includes words so i didn't really trip too hard on him um even but he actually did testify in that state case against i think hosea williams mm-hmm. and he just kept it vague and simple but for spider that was a little bit too much and let me see if i can get him on the line right now was it hosea williams or Josea thomas probably uh hosea thomas let's see spider will uh Spider's been on this case since the beginning. Oh, okay. Spider been on his helmet. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Let's see if he he answers. We're tapping in with Spider Lope from East Coast. He's been on TI's head for some years now, and he was a little disappointed that uh, we kind of gave him a pass.
2: Please leave your
0: message. All right, so uh, he didn't answer. We'll, we'll try him. We'll try him again a little bit later. What we'll do now is we'll move on to this other story, man, which is crazy, out of Indianapolis, uh, Indiana. And it was a woman, 26-year-old woman, that caught her dude allegedly cheating because he was at a restaurant with another woman. Man. And um, she went off on him in the restaurant... Uh, I think she tried to attack the girl with a bottle. Right. The uh, manager of the store kicked them all out. And then at some point, he runs her over. I'm sorry, she runs him him over over. with her car. And she runs him over three times, hits him him forward, reverses the car on him, hits him again, then goes forward and he dies. And now she's charged with murder, man. Uh, This is crazy, huh?
1: And that's nuts, man.
0: I know, um, sometimes I, and, and let me also add that she was tracking him with some new Apple technology. It's called, it's not the regular Apple phone. It was another thing that, um, and you
1: live 360 or something. Yeah. You yeah. could
0: just put it, you could put it anywhere you want, uh, like in their car, in their purse, oh, okay. and okay. then you can track them. Um, but it doesn't really matter how she tracked it. She tracked them and, um, and she killed him she tracked him and she killed him
1: hey that's a that's a hunter. she hunted him down man but at the same time it's sad to say that she let her emotions you know get that tied up now i'm gonna i'm gonna be the first to say i probably could call two or three ex-girlfriends right now and they would tell you alex i wish i would have drove over his ass in the car you know and and
0: but sometimes that's just a figure of speech
1: you no know, i had some that probably you know been, if i wasn't who i was probably <laughs> would have damn near tried it man i mean you know i had some wild uh relationships in my lifetime you know and um coming up first thing we say oh man that girl crazy oh man that girl crazy and we use just just as a term you know but as you get older and as you start thinking and as you start seeing you know um mental illness and 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 different things man you wonder how really crazy some of these females and guys were over these relationships Cause I know some dudes that 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 kill you in the streets, but they was soft as as cotton at the pad. You know, getting getting um, you know, abused at home. You know what I mean? So that that situation right there, man, Alex. I really think it happens more than maybe the person don't die. But I know people getting shot and people getting stabbed, and they and they um shit going back even to the relationship after that.
0: Well, of course, the uh the court system is going to treat her as being completely responsible for what happened to, uh, I believe his name was Andre Smith. Um, I got her name here. I'll get her name in a second. But she's been charged with first-degree murder, and I know at the end of the day she's not going to be found guilty of first-degree because she didn't have the intent to go there and kill this man unless they can prove I when think, she walked out I the door wrong. when At, she left when her, she house
1: she left the house she knew what her motives was now but she
0: didn't that. know he was cheating until she got to well we don't even know if it's cheating really technically
1: well she knew he was doing something in order to even track him and go to the situation she now see all that bullshit that he used to say he used to get away with they're not gonna get away with that no more because you, if you send one text girl i got i, I got his ass girl to your home girl you do any of that, they finna pull up all those files. You made one phone call and say, "I'm finna go." You know, now what the argument could be is I didn't intentionally go there to kill him, you know. But when you went backward and forward and backward, oh man, you know, it's it's, it's I believe she gonna get it. I believe they gonna make example out of her man because it was just cold. It really was just cold hard murder, even if it was cheating, you know.
0: All right, let me play this uh, short two minute clip of a, a news story in Indy, Indianapolis. Indiana
2: intentionally
3: drove over a man on the north side.
2: Fox 59's Jesse Wells explains the motive for that violence. Police believe
3: the death here in this parking lot was domestic related. That's why the domestic violence awareness advocate for the city hopes the case sends an important message to anyone involved in an unhealthy relationship. Just after midnight, Police were called to this parking lot outside Tilly's Pub on 82nd Street where emergency crews found a 26-year-old man dead underneath a car. That victim was identified as Andre Smith, who leaves behind a young child and a grieving family. Court records claim the suspect, 26-year-old Galen Morris, told witnesses she believed Smith was cheating on her with another woman and tracked him to the pub using GPS, where she ran over him three times in the parking lot before being arrested for murder.
2: We don't want to continue to be on the news talking about death when it could have been prevented.
3: Danielle Smith, the director of Indy's domestic violence prevention program, says while domestic violence calls to IMPD over the first few months of 2022 have gone down compared to the end of 2021, there has been one noticeable increase,
2: and we are noticing that there are more calls to IMPD coming from males um, in reference to you know females being the suspect. So we want to make sure that um, everyone knows that domestic violence doesn't discriminate. And while
3: Andre Smith's family was too emotional to talk about the death on camera, Danette reminds everyone that resources and advocates are available to help prevent domestic violence before it turns deadly.
2: When we see cases like this, we we hope to spread the message of getting the resources uh, needed for domestic violence, but also when there's domestic violence in a relationship, to reach out. Ultimately,
3: it will be up to the
2: prosecutor's
3: office to file formal charges in the case. In the meantime, the suspect remains behind bars without bond at the Marion County Jail. All
0: right, man galen morris 26 years old she has been charged with first degree murder 26 years old
1: man hey you know that those emotions you know but i think somewhere though in see this is the thing about it in these domestic situations it got to be a point to where one of the partners know that the other one could possibly take it too far sometimes I believe before she ran him over, it could have been a whole long list of fightings, throwing a glass at him, throwing a bottle at him, him slap, having to slap her. You know what I mean? It could have led, I'm sure, you know, led up to it. But at the end of the day, where do they walk away, Alice? Where do they say enough is enough? Because I can go find somebody that's going to be nice and sweet and soft to me, opposed to this violent, you know. Now, like I said, I've been in relationships with, you know, 19, 20 years old where, female was wild wanted to fight and you know got a got a kick out of all that but at the end of the day you know what do us you say hold on enough is enough you know
0: yeah actually um, we can't ignore that point you just said some women actually enjoy the drama and the toxicity in a relationship true and I've actually had women tell me back in the day when I was in my 20s that um, like three or four days after an argument I like the way you uh you handled me. Yeah. I like yeah. the way you went off. And I'm like, Well, I didn't enjoy doing that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that for some women who have low self esteem it makes them feel think that they're loved. Right. That they're someone cares about them, someone wants them. And that's really um a uh, crazy way to view acceptance and love by a way a dude goes off on you
1: no no doubt because i've I've used it in, in 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 trial situations where you know where i've told a female you know you know i go you know i go off over you girl you know what, <laughs> what i mean and you just see the smile like you know what i mean like oh he'll kill over me you know what i mean and there's something about him that's you like damn you know what i mean like you know at the moment you know we gonna tell them what you know back then tell them what they want to hear you know everybody out for what they were trying to do but at the same time, I had a couple wild ones, man. You never had a female never try to hit you with a car or anything?
0: Not with a car. Yeah. Um, I, the craziest thing, maybe uh, just regular. Hustling, yeah, you know, wrestling yeah. and fighting but nothing right other
1: right other. right now i had a female tell me if you didn't keep a pistol all the time and i bust you in your head while
0: you sleep you know what i mean and, and she meant it so you that know? means you got to be nervous sometimes
1: when you when you going to sleep around well, you know the people. thing about it is you, you you as at a point i wish your ass you know what i mean because i guess i was half crazy with her ass you know to be honest with you i can't put everything off on her you know i'm half crazy with you if i'm you know sticking around after you made those comments or something you know and uh but but that's too far, right there, you know. And you know, we grew up in a time where you know a little tussle with your girlfriend wasn't nothing, you know. Laws change, situations change, you know. And it got to a point to where you just really got to walk away. It, it ain't even no shaking, ain't no choking, ain't no none of that stuff. That not not that it was cool, just that people did, you know, coming up. But now, man, you just gotta get up. You gotta walk away, Alex.
0: No doubt, you got to walk away, but most of us in our 20s, uh, that's hard to do.
1: No, no doubt. That's why I say you got to go back to the 20s. You know, you can't, you know, us as grown men, we have a good understanding, you know, but I, like I said, I could dial a few numbers right now or, you know, get some numbers and call them. And I believe they'll say, like, Alex, that dude was a damn fool, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, but, um, but um, I guess we both were at that age, you know.
0: And hey, when I was when I was growing up, my dad used to tell me the only the only domestic violence that you can do as a man is if you close fist hit a woman. Man. Like everything else is not domestic right. violence. <laughs> but then you see, my mom yeah, actually worked yeah. in a shelter and mm-hmm. a domestic violence shelter for women women mm-hmm. for uh, battered women. Mm-hmm. And one time, my mom heard me talking to my wife, and it was just on me talking regular about right. something I didn't like. Right. My mom pulled me over to the side and she said, you know, that's domestic violence. I was like, what do you mean domestic violence? I was putting her in her place for something she shouldn't have Mm -hmm. did. Mm -hmm. No, that's still domestic violence. So my mom handed me this little tiny book Mm -hmm. on domestic violence. And pretty much any, this is what the book taught me, and I'm not sure if I agree with this. Mm -hmm. I'd like to get your opinion. But any level of aggression from a man to a woman, non-physical, can be defined as domestic violence. I'm not gonna go for that one, you know, which which
1: (laughs) I mean, hey, they can word it the way they want, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, if I ain't whooping your ass, slapping you all upside your head, if I verbally say what I'm gonna say, you know, that's just, to me, it's gonna get said, you know, and it can go both ways, because nowadays it's a lot of men getting uh, uh, domestic violence happening on a, you know, and, um, and, uh, I know some men is like really be getting like abused, you know what I mean? And, and it's crazy, you know, but at the same time, it does happen. Females have gotten more aggressive, you know what I mean? Females have their own pistols that they packing now, you know, a lot of them live alone. And so, um, but no, no, I won't, I won't buy the verbal, you know, but, um,
0: A lot of domestic violence advocates will disagree with you and they'll be very upset that you're you're not putting the verbal in that category.
1: Then that would just be, or I'll take on that argument. Okay. You know what I mean? I'll take on that argument. I think there are
0: certain levels of verbal that do cross over, like when you're yelling and screaming. Okay, I can understand that. But when you're stern and you're pulling someone to the side and you're like, hey, this is what it is. Um, someone such as my mom puts all of that in domestic violence.
1: No, and I'm not knocking the the, the view their views, but don't knock mine either. You yeah. know what I mean? And I sit there and argue with them all day long. <laughs> I tell them pull up a chair. You're not going to tell me that I'm, I'm 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 violently you know treating somebody a certain way because of a tone that I use or or a way that I get at them. Me, I'm not a yeller or a screamer. You know anyway. But for the dude who is yelling and screaming, I just believe if he's not putting his hands on her, then it's not domestic violence you know so uh that's and that's one of the problems you're gonna try to tell me how to be a, now you're trying to tell me how to be a man now you're trying to tell me how to run my ship now you're trying to tell me that because sometimes that stern voice even with children changes uh, the perspective you know and uh, and gets things done you know so at the end of the day while you're sitting there trying to you know so what i'm just going to do you know stand there please honey could you um you know cook sometimes you know no you're gonna cook or you know we gonna have an issue and whether the issue be me leaving or you leaving but you know and and i, I don't believe none of that type of stuff domestic violence rather
0: yeah i would say uh that's an old school uh perspective and, and i i agree with that partially i do think that there is a certain level of, of a verbal exchange mm-hmm. that does cross over into it. I disagree that what my mom pulled me over for that day, when she pulled me to the side and called it domestic violence, I, I, I disagreed with it. And then the book that she gave me, I disagreed mm-hmm. with most of that book but because it, it includes everything. But their argument is this, a little bit leads to a little bit more, mm-hmm. leads to higher arguing, louder arguing, pushing, shoving, punching and then killing like mm. there's a trajectory right there's a continuum that starts small that could end up in murder and so they say hey don't do any of this domestic quote-unquote domestic violence
1: right but i'm sure you have seen couples man been arguing for years ain't never laid a finger on these we talk to each other bad man but you know they've been together 40 50 years and you know and and, and they go home and it's, it ain't it ain't no problem you know um sometimes though it's more or less like what I'm starting to see is when you have a situation where one of the parties in a relationship is, um, what's the term I'm used? Like, like, I'm it's not weak minded. It's just a person that's, 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 that's non-aggressive at all, you know? So the other person take a, advantage of their not being non-aggressive and they use it against them. You know, I, I don't like that sort of situation, even though it does happen, but, but, uh, but, um, You know, I I guess it's different levels, you know.
0: Now, what's interesting is that um, women, for the most part, are usually given a pass or are not as treated the same as men when it comes to domestic violence because... It's always like, oh, if the woman did it, then it's the man's fault. It's, he must've. Right, right. He, tr- he did something, he triggered yeah. something, you know. <laughs> but when the man does it, it's always the man's fault. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> but we we are seeing women get arrested more. I don't know if women are committing domestic violence more now. Maybe the conversation is, is getting big, but let me tell you this crazy story. The first time I ever seen violence mm-hmm. with my own eyeballs, it was a woman putting hands on a guy. Damn. I was nine years old. And um, I was in the courtyard of the apartment buildings, basically like projects we Mm -hmm. lived in. And I I looked over and saw a woman and a man arguing. And while they were arguing, they were walking and arguing. The woman was in front, the man was following, and they were just arguing, arguing. I turned around, I'm like, oh, shoot, they're fighting, they're arguing. And then at some point, the woman had an iron in her hand, Mm. and she turned around and boom, hit the dude with the iron and knocked him cold out man. so my first my first time man. ever seeing violence was actually a woman laying a man out isn't
1: that crazy well, you know, my, my 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 dad, he was a good he was a good guy, you know, out of Kansas City, Missouri. I mean, great dude. wasn't a gun owner, didn't believe in guns. You know, my mother was, you know, grew up in South Central L.A. She had pistols, you know, and um, I never forget they had the neighbors called the police when we lived in Los Angeles. The neighbors called the LAPD, and uh, and uh, my mother told this story like over and over. That's how I have remembered as well. So she, the, the LAPD came and uh, immediately they went to him, you know what I mean? Mr. Thorne, how do you feel about, you know, um, fighting, with, uh, uh, fighting on your wife? Yeah, man, she, she beat me up.
0: My
1: mama said, he told the police, police start laughing, you know, it wasn't really no physical altercation, but they was arguing so loud, you know? And <laughs> the police just laughed, man, they said, and back then they seen everything was all right, they, man, they was out of there. Now, um, I've seen it with my own eyes, you know. Um, the woman goes to jail now. You can call the police now and say that she hit me, and they'll take her to jail. Or if they pull up now and they see that two people has been fighting, they take taken both of them to jail now. I think we, you have to have um, markings or bruises yeah, or Yeah, that's injuries, why I say if right? they can tell, you know, you guys been fighting, there's only one way to tell. It got to be some kind of markings or something like that, but they're, they are taking um women in jail now for domestic violence if you hit him as well you I, know. Think, I think men are getting smarter they're punching their woman in the gut now well i mean you know that's what they <laughs> no you know injury. that was that was the whole thing about it man rib shot today you know keep the, <laughs> you know to peace around the way but but um, um avoid those blood shots man you know <laughs> well, bruises. yeah you gotta go to work you know and all that type of stuff but you know we're gonna we gonna take some flack on that one yeah, <laughs> know, I'm, I'm,
0: we I, you know what we shouldn't be joking <laughs> right about right, this, right, but, right hey right. Chris Rock has a joke about this he yeah. says I ain't never hit my girl I ain't never punched her but I shook the <laughs> shit out of her before So, I mean, we we got to sometimes joke about it. But this is not serious, though, because in this situation, Andre Smith, uh, he leaves behind a kid. Yeah, he did, man. And his family is going to be grieving. And we're we're almost 100 percent. Well, I should say if I'm going to use the word almost 99.9 percent certain that that Andre Smith and Galen Morris have had problems before this night no
1: doubt this ain't no one and done you know it's not a first time event you know she was obviously fed up with his shit but at the same time
0: leave but what
1: is his? Boy, shit. It, it might not even be leave it might be your house put yeah.
0: him out well how about this what if they already broke up and the, the media don't have it right what if they had already broke up because mm-hmm. I've, I've seen this a couple times where the breakup already happens mm-hmm. but there's still these lingering issues after the breakup right. that could lead to domestic violence Oh, no doubt So uh, I don't think we have the whole story here. And I don't believe that cheating is should be a death sentence. Neither way, though. You know what I mean? Not for
1: the woman, not for the man. You know, I don't believe cheating. I mean, me personally, I don't believe cheating should lead to no kind of domestic violence, period. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, you may have a broke heart. You may go cry. You may shed some tears. It may hurt. At the end of the day, you have a decision to make leave or stay. Them, them, that's your decision, Alex. Leave or stay. You know? And some people don't want to deal with the pain, or it ain't even the pain sometimes. Sometimes a guy or a woman cannot want the next person, but they don't want nobody else to have them. You know what I mean? So they treat them like shit, but yet and still they don't want them to go out and, you know, be in a successful relationship. I know I'm saying this older because, you know, but but I know 20 some year olds, hotheads, and, you know, you do something to them, they're going to do something back. So. You know, I'm just hoping that they really
0: get because they're not playing with these DVs no more. Now, uh, the last thing I uh, want to ask about this before we move on is what role does mental illness play in this? Because sometimes some people are not balanced mentally for a relationship. They're not correctly balanced and they're triggered by some of the smallest things. And in some instances, mental illness has to come into play
1: it it comes into play but the thing about it is we take it for granted you know what i mean um i think we play with it like it's it's not that serious you know and uh and um when people use the term hey you know you drove her crazy you know in a in a, in a statement sometimes drove him crazy in a statement i mean in real life alex sometimes that could be true just based on their mental stability wasn't already a hundred percent anyway you know, so the first time she got a butcher knife and you woke up and she was standing over over you looking at you with it, you know, you should have started getting some red flags that, you know, hey, you know what I mean? Instead of smiling at it, come here, girl, put that knife down, give me a kiss. You know what I mean? You got to take some of this shit serious, you know, and I think what people aren't doing is taking it serious and then they find themselves in a situation that they wish they wouldn't be in.
0: Well, the, uh, the technology that this girl, Galen Morris, uses is called Apple AirTag. Mm-hmm. I'm not familiar with this device. Me neither, yeah. But um, blame Apple. No, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, well, the thing about it is they have so many
1: devices now. It's, it's, it's really a shame, man. I mean, I wonder how many dudes are putting these on their girl. Cause I know people personally that then told me they boyfriend or put a girlfriend put a, a, a device on their car you know or on a phone you know and uh it, it's sad man you know it's it's, it's what are you going to do when you find out are you going to leave see yeah. and that's the problem sometimes people find out and then don't leave so what did you what would you put all the effort in for yeah not to not to kill right to make you a decision I mean? you know to make a decision you know and and, and just to, this is my thing at the end of the day your life isn't worth my life at this point in my life you know I'm not finna kill you and go do the rest of
0: my life in jail that don't add up to me you know what i mean so well you remember michael strahan the football player yeah definitely he he was tracking nicole murphy eddie murphy's oh yeah wife. wow so they they, I got they were the dating guy, yeah and um he ended up breaking up with her so he must have um found out something he didn't like
1: yeah but at the end of the day that's where i feel like you know if you got to track them you already know something ain't right if you feel you have to you already might feel something ain't right you know what I mean and Alex for me if I feel something ain't right you know I, I, I use my good instincts a lot if I feel something ain't right you know I'm either address it you know but I'm not finna man I don't go through phones it's just certain stuff I don't do yeah. you know what I mean you know and uh, and but but people do you but know. when you confront someone you're not gonna get the truth you're not gonna get the truth but at the same time you know you you will get an answer and sometimes you know within those answers can be some underlying um ideas or underlying uh, uh um issues that you can point out and be like, you know, I gotta keep an eye on this, but I don't know, man. I I, I don't know.
0: Yeah, man, it's a crazy situation in Indianapolis. Uh man uh what made this so crazy she ran the dude over three times galen morris has been charged with murder andre smith is arresting he has a kid and his family's grieving and it's just it's just a tragedy man and uh we'll um we'll find out what happens to galen morris man and let's get on to our um our last subject because i don't know if spider's gonna tap in our last subject i think this one's crazy too a 49 year old correctional's officer correctional captain from rikers island in new york city decided to go get a bbl mm-hmm. a brazilian butt lift mm-hmm. she went to the dominican republic she went to a doctor who she knew had a bad record I knew had a bad record. and she suffered a stroke and died at the age of 49. and this mm-hmm. this to me this brings up so many questions um the first is if you're already 49 and you're married you have a husband and let me also add the husband's it wasn't the husband's idea right he said i was i was good with her how right, she right, looked right this is what she wanted to do at forty, at, at what age do you just say hey i'm just gonna just be me <laughs> you
1: know what by me uh, having a lot of female friends and stuff like that some of the stuff to come out their mouth alex is is is, is crazy I don't even have the heart to do them like I used to do them. I just used to, used to be like, "What that's some dumbass shit is that?" You know what I mean? I don't do them like that no more. I started trying to take a listening approach. Alex would be surprised, man. I'm talking about they want Botox here, they want lipo there, they want at 45, 50 years old, and uh, and uh, to me, it's sad based on. You already got dudes knocking down your door already. You already juggling dudes. You already got a you know a excessive amount of you know if they the ones that's not married it's a, it's a, a excessive amount of men in your life. You know what do you need the extra for if you definitely don't have a problem. You know um with men. You know what I mean. So I I I know one of my homegirls. Man, she got cakes out of this world. She wants some more, Alex. <laughs> and these are real hers you know this you know girls girls are paying for this every day these girls are crazy man. and, and, and she got it and I'm talking about she wants some more they're crazy you man. know what i mean they're so
0: crazy. so these these women have such low low self-esteem low issues self-esteem, it's man. incredible i remember when i was dating before i got married and i was dating women and i wasn't sure who i was going to marry and who i was going to be with but i had this one girl that i thought was beautiful she had an incredible body. Mm-hmm. She had small titties, but everything else, I mean, I don't want to say everything else was, was perfect because small titties could be perfect. Right, it right, all right, depends right, on what right. you like. Yeah. But I remember she said one day, I'm going to go get a tit job because I want to balance out my body. Mm-hmm. And when she said that, I, it was, I was done because <laughs> I, I, I didn't want a woman that felt like she needed to alter her body
1: to look better well the one thing i didn't have a problem with alex was the boob job didn't have a problem with that at all why is that i just didn't i mean it was a preference for people you know maybe if they you know there's a lot
0: of people that died fe- getting females getting with, with
1: boob jobs too. yeah but it's a lot of people who didn't you know what i mean and i think the boob job was one of the kind of more successful surgeries that women were having um you they some ran into problems believe me the the, the um Some were busting inside of them and, you know, had to go in for uh, 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 medical emergency surgery and things like that. But I didn't mind the the um, the the boob job. You know what I mean? Problem is, once they get one surgery, they want more. It's not enough. Now they want the tummy tuck. Now they want the the this. Now they want the Brazilian butt lift. Now you're not even you anymore. You know what I mean? And we see this on TV and some of these um, uh, celebrities. You know, all the time, you know, and uh, some people start off with just getting the crow's feet Botox. Then next thing you know, the lips, the, the I mean, it, it just it don't stop now. You don't even look uh, like yourself no more. And the one person who I could truly say broke my heart, who I wish she would never touched herself. To me, she was she was I mean, she was perfect just based on because she she was herself. And that's little Kim. Oh, i you thought know. you were gonna say vivica fox yeah oh no 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 little kim man you know um she jacked her face yeah, up. yeah yeah you know that but but that I, I i ain't gonna lie that hurted me you know what i mean just based on you was you was you was perfect in this well you didn't you didn't have a problem you know what i mean so so i um
0: i um those surgeries man and they still going to get them though alex yeah, well, I th- I think regardless of what you're getting, if it's a butt job or a tit job, it's, you still have s- low self-esteem issues. In, oh, I believe that too. View.
1: Yeah, you have to at some point. You know what I mean? You have to. You know, and um, and um, it just I I just believe that the like you say the 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 boob jobs is just something that I you know maybe it started off first with that. I don't know, and I got comfortable with it, but but um, but all the rest of the stuff, you know, more ass, more smaller waist. You know, I heard women even went to the to 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 the point to take a rib out to slim they 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 waist down and shit. I heard all kind of yeah, shit. Yeah, I think the rumor was Janet Jackson that did that. Okay, I know I, I had heard it, but but my point is, um, yeah, man, you know, and and, and, and even what we talking about not gonna stop them, you know.
0: Now, what would make now, for example, this doctor, his name is Hector Cabral. Mm-hmm. What would make a woman? Go to a doctor who had at least five other women died as a result of his surgeries. Um, It was already well-known. He was indicted by New York. He was able to escape prison time with some fines. Mm -hmm. What would make anyone even want to go to a doctor like that? The only thing I can think of is to save money? Like, why go to this already proven failure of a doctor? Proven failure. Yeah. You know what? That's like... (laughs)
1: It's like a dude going to the weed dispensary or something five people then died from buying this weed right here. You still going to go, you know, and and, um, you know, I don't know because I know she knew the results. He was unlicensed. He had already been. You can Google him and see that he was already charged. And uh, I think it was 2011 or something. And um, you could read this stuff online. You have Google. Maybe one of her friends went and had a successful one. <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. i'm thinking see that's what i'll be thinking maybe you know two people that went to him and they were successful you know because i know women personally that have flew over to different places to get different parts of their bodies altered you know and um and um <clears throat> it's the, the things that they had to go through was crazy
0: yeah man it's uh i, I guess it's a big money maker for these doctors but uh, i was also reading that um what's her name cardi b almost got work done by this same doctor oh damn but she had decided she, she in the in this article i read she had stated that she didn't get good vibes from him yeah. and decided not to but uh I, I don't think anyone at this point should ever go to this doctor
1: man but i'm wondering why they not investigate the the, the situation
0: well he's in the dominican republic so it has to be a collaborative effort between the u.s government okay. and, the, and the dominican republic and and I'm sure that's why he was there, because he, okay. he knew he couldn't right. practice here. Yeah. But um, you know, let me. I got this crazy um, this uh doctor, I guess a uh, plastic surgery doctor story. One time, uh, this dude was selling me a laptop, mm-hmm. and uh, I said, "All right, I'll buy it off of you." I bought it for a couple hundred bucks, and when I, once I got into the laptop, I noticed it belonged to a doctor. Yeah. I was like, "Man, it's all this patient information, spreadsheets." And then I saw the doctor's name. His name was uh, Kevin, Dr. Kevin Calhoun. Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, this this is important, man. I'm, I'm going to call yeah, this doctor yeah, yeah, up yeah, yeah. And, and take him his laptop. So I hit him up. I, I looked up his name, and I met him at the Target on uh, La Cienega and Rodeo, which is now Obama. And I gave him the laptop, and he was just like, man, um I'm, I'm just so thankful that you was able to return this. Um, he said, how did you get this? I said, oh, some some youngsters sold it to me. And I basically told him, they broke into your car. Yeah, yeah pretty <laughs> they much. They stole, yeah, yeah. stole your shit, and then shit. they sold yeah. it to me. But when I saw how important that um, the information was, I said, I got to return it. So he offered me some money, and I was like, "Nah, it's good. He said, how much did you pay for it? I said, I paid a couple hundred, and I, I didn't even take any money from him. I didn't, and then he gives me his card. He says, "You got a wife?" I said, "Yeah." Mm-hmm. He said, "Any plastic surgery she needs, yeah. on the house." <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I gave the card to my wife, but she never hit the dude yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. But um, that's my uh, crazy plastic surgery. And then lastly, um, one time I had a uh, an ex, a girlfriend back in the day, mm-hmm. and I didn't know she had um, breast implants. Mm-hmm. Didn't know. And then one day we're doing our thing and I realized you got fake titties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it actually turned me off. Right, right, right. Because uh, you don't know how hard to touch them, how to grab them. It just it feels so synthetic. I was going to say, it didn't feel the same? Nah, it didn't feel the same. So if you, she wouldn't have told you, would you would have known? I would have not known when in her clothes, because she didn't have them you know huge. You saying? after her, if she, with her clothes oh, off. As soon as she took her clothes off, I, I could tell. Oh, okay, okay. It just looked too perfect. Right, right, right. Too right, right. cylindrical. Right. Too, you know, the symmetry was just flawless. Mm -hmm. And then once you touch them, you can feel. And it just uh, was a turnoff for me. I just didn't enjoy it. And I I never have. But I do understand that women who go through breast cancer and they lose their tits because of uh, radiation, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, I I can understand them doing it. But I feel like if, if God blessed you with a B cup, keep a B cup there's women with c cups that want d cups no know, know but let's be in
1: all fairness there's men's out here having surgery on things too you know what i mean i heard guys out here getting fake pics and you know what i mean all kind of <laughs> shit too terrible, we can't man. just put it on the women man there's guys out here that's altering their bodies you know what i mean and make them seem more lean or physique they physique a little more better and uh and uh so you know we can't just put it off on them alex you know but at the, at the end of the day me personally, what, what happens for the woman who had a child and her stomach got stretched out and, you know, she got that flabby skin right there? <laughs> See, for me, for her to go get a tummy tuck, yeah. I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? You know, and uh, because they do have the technology to do that. wouldn't go over here to the Dominican Republic and this guy, but they do have plastic surgeons, you know, in the state that do a damn good job. It may be expensive, but they do do a damn good job.
0: Well, you know it's always risky too because um, I, I had a friend's mom that died from a, I believe it was a tummy tuck, and uh, her name was her last name was Cotton. Uh, I forget her first name. This was like maybe a decade ago. Mm-hmm. So, man, this has been happening for a long time. People have been dying under this these surgeries.
1: Now, is this what Kanye's mom?
0: No, not. It was something different. This was before Kanye's you know I'm mom.
1: But did, did she wasn't having no kind of surgery? Was she?
0: I don't recall how oh, Kanye's okay, mom. Okay. No, but, but I had a friend. Um, her, uh, her, her mom died in us in one of these surgeries mm-hmm. and uh, it's just crazy uh, this woman by the way her name is Tandra the woman that passed um, Tandra Bowser Williams and uh, I also put a little blame on her husband because there's no way I would let my wife go to a foreign country right, right, no doubt and have surgery by a doctor who's had already five or six people die under his care no doubt I'm just not gonna let it happen no no doubt no doubt
1: you know what I mean but she convinced him that baby you're gonna love it and (laughs) you know and uh you know and he went for it he thought about it but like you say there's no way my wife going to the Dominican Republic man or anywhere out the country for that matter you know um I'm not into the the, like you say the fake thing I do want to feel the fake ass though just to see what like
0: that's what what the strip clubs
1: are for (laughs) yeah well yeah I don't frequent them so yeah I guess yeah you're right you know but I just want to see what one feel like, like, you know, do it feel regular? You know what I mean? But they going out there, getting them man, And like you say, with the, with the, the bud implants, we've seen some awful ones too, you know, like online and, you know, Instagram and all that stuff. Oh, I seen some, some, ooh, some people been in some bad
0: I position. think they're all awful because you're not getting a thigh job, so right. <laughs> your thigh is <laughs> so the same I've seen a meme on Instagram, <laughs> do the thigh cause more or you know what I mean, don't match. You know, Yeah, you're going to have to get a hamstring yeah, job yeah. and a thigh job to make that big butt look in proportion because I've seen some skinny legs on these huge butts. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Like Kim yeah. Kardashian. Yeah. If you look at Kim Kardashian, her butt is just way too huge for her legs. For legs, yeah. And I don't know who's telling these women that this looks cute. Yeah, Oh, somebody
1: telling them that believe me somebody telling them you fine is you know fine.
0: well of course everybody's saying right it, right right
1: no no doubt no doubt but we bullshitting y'all no, you bullshitting y'all
0: you know that's why you guys know. go to the strip club you know so i'm surprised kanye, um, there's a song kanye should have never married her uh by glasses malone oh that's crazy i haven't heard that yeah um so um final thoughts on this woman that died in the dominican republic man she died of a m- massive stroke um despite knowing this doctor's terrible record
1: um 80 her fault you know twenty uh, 20 her husband's fault you know they were wrong all the way around for not doing the research on something that's serious um and and i can't blame the, the the doctor based on your record is out there we could see your record you know they didn't either do their homework all the way but even him letting her go over there by herself he should have went with her even even if, you know, he should have went with her over there, but um, but he shouldn't have let her go do it I- anyway, you know. But when you talk about lit, now you talking about controlling a woman and, you know, here you go with the domestic violence <laughs> trying to tell somebody what they can and can't do. But uh, I, I, I believe it's 20, 80% her fault, 20% her husband's fault.
0: Yeah, my mom would call that domestic violence if I prevented a woman, a, my wife from going to the Dominican Republic <laughs> um, and getting surgery from uh, uh, a doctor who has uh, proven himself a failure. I'm just kidding. I'm sure she might give me an exception <laughs> yeah, for that one. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. But um, I'm just surprised that this doctor is not in prison. I'm surprised that he was able to wiggle his way out of a jail since the last, last time he was time. indicted. And I believe there's going to be some lawsuits against any any place that has employed this doctor or where this doctor has worked in the United States. I don't know how easy it is to sue in the Dominican Republic, but this should be the end of his career. It should be,
1: man. He shouldn't have another surgery be able to come through across his his
0: table. And then he
1: turned around, and and, and I guess in his mind, he said, okay, well, let me pay for her body to get embalmed. Let me pay for her to, you know, um, her her afterlife uh, funeral situation. Bro, that's not enough. You know, that's not enough, you know. And uh, but she do have to be held responsible at some point too.
0: All right, um, we didn't we didn't hear from Spider Loak. I know he was very uh, he he was determined to to make his case for Ti, and uh, for whatever reason we're, we weren't able to tap in with him. We'll tap in with Spider Loak next week to get his uh, his take on the whole Ti situation and that wraps up um right before we go uh, sure. uh any new eric holder news um no eric holder um oh yeah i can't believe i forgot all about eric holder it's just a jury selection right okay, now okay and the judge has been letting them out early i think there was a couple motions filed um i was thinking of going to the court today but um not the, much going on. Nah, yeah, not much yeah. going on. So opening statements, probably, hopefully, we might not get to opening statements by the end of the week. Okay, we'll see. Okay. We'll see. And that looks like maybe uh, early next week. But, um, yeah, that, not, nothing nothing except for uh, picking the jury in the Eric Holder case. And that's right. about it. And um, I guess that'll wrap up another fire episode of Streets and Scholars, FG, F General One. If you're trying to tap in with FG on Instagram, FG Unleashed, it. check him out on his latest videos. I'm at Alex Alonso 101 on all social media platforms. Hey, hit us up on Apple. If you're listening to this podcast on Apple, uh, definitely leave us a comment and review. And again, another fire episode of Streets and Scholars.